Yo. What hey. up? No, it's Ryan and Sam. Gentlemen. Yep. And I told Bass to, uh, Bass will be joining us as soon as he puts down DJ. So in other words, once DJ is ready to sleep, then it Bass... It gruesome. It, it does. It just sounds... That was like the second time I've heard that phrase from you guys today, because Bass said, oh, i got to put DJ down. Yeah. Is that, is that common? I, I hear, I've actually heard that from a couple of parents recently, putting your baby down. Not not putting him to sleep, but putting down. It's like putting a horse down. Like that, you know, yeah, you I had put to put a dog down, down. Yeah, I had to put the dog right. down. Why can't you say put to sleep if it's your baby? Why, do you, why does it have to be put down? I don't get it. I would even say put to bed. Put to sleep sounds just as grim. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. Let me go ahead and put this baby down. It's already, I mean, and by like, the way, guys, it's it's already started. Base, uh, we were supposed to work out this week, and he's like, "Well, you know, DJ's sick, right? And you do know that that means I have to hit the grocery store solo." And I'm like, "Base, didn't you always go to the grocery store by yourself before you lived with Jill?" Well, yeah, but you know, we kind of do. We kind of hit. How do you say it? Like, um, we kind of tag team things now. So that means that he no longer could shop on his own. Like, that's off the table now since him and Jill, quote, How is that related to having a baby? Now you can't shop on your own. I don't understand. I don't understand the correlation. Well, and and also, no, but I'm just saying he's going to use that baby as every excuse because he goes, oh, DJ's sick, and I have to hit the grocery store alone. So that's why he couldn't. And he said, if I do go to the gym, I can only stay for 40 minutes because of those reasons. It's great for base because base is always a guy who had all these excuses that sounded like the kind of excuse you would give your third grade teacher, like, Right. I'll get my homework excuse. Now he has a legitimate uh, vehicle for all those bullshit excuses. Yeah, and, there, and there's nothing you can say. Excuses haven't changed. I mean, there's still excuses and there's still bullshit, but right. they, they've become more plausible. Well, yeah, you hide behind a newborn and nobody's going to say shit. Yeah, like I'm an it's asshole like, if I say anything. Sam, I don't even think I told you this when I was over there on Sunday at your house. I, Abe knows, I... Um, finally made the uh, the trek out to the base manor. To oh, you day. did? Yeah. I was at the uh, Levy compound. <laughs> my first uh, FaceTime with with little DJ. Are you gonna hold here? Here, I, so I'm like, I'm like, was this the conversation, Ryan? What up, dude? You want to hold the baby? So what's going go. on? How's work? So what's <laughs> up? Hey, you want to hold the baby? What up, dude? <laughs> and then Ryan's like, pretty much exactly. Or, or Ryan sent me the uh, the like a dart hitting a bullseye emoticon. That emo- the target emoji, yeah. just to let Abe know that he was right on. No, uh, it was fine. The, the problem, um, I had my dog with me, and Prince has never seen, he's literally never been around a, a baby, a newborn, and he just didn't know what to make of it. And he, like, he, he was fine for like 80% of the time, but like when DJ would start crying or moving, Prince was like startled and would growl, and I just didn't want to take any chances with yeah. my dog eating bases, kid. <laughs> That would, that would have been fucked up. It would have made a great story, though. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Bass's yeah. kid got eaten by Ryan's dog. You mean like, yeah, and like, and, like and, a great like, national news story or a great story for this podcast? For, no, just for the podcast. Oh. And the... the uh, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I... Yeah, we're both. I don't care. But, like, I thought maybe, you know, it, it would also work. Like, that's Prince... Oh, and, right, right, right. And I'm sorry. And by, and by great, you mean the, the scope of it, right? Not actually being great. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't be in favor of that. No, no, I, a, baby, a dog eating a baby. Then we would have to put the dog. We would be putting something down your dog. It, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, had Prince attacked DJ, there, you know, he probably wouldn't have killed him. I would have gotten Prince off of DJ before he died, but he probably would have had some like serious injuries. Yeah, and maybe lacerated leg. 
Yeah, they would have had to euthanize DJ, so maybe that is what he's doing. He's well, just well, preventing you know, a dog that's, attack. That brings up a good point, because you see, uh, you know, every once in a while you see in the news, um, like a dog will attack a person or a baby or even kill a person, and then the dog, the, the dog gets put down. But, you know, truthfully, it's really never the dog's fault. No, the baby should be put down. Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, if that was your dog, uh, look, if it was if it was my dog Trent, I would do everything in my power to make sure Trent doesn't get put down. Even if he did kill a baby, yeah, but even, even if it was a friend's baby, I still I would know it's not his fault. The dog didn't understand, and I would probably I probably like ship him to Canada, or like, or you would get so another dog and say it's Trent and have them kill that Louise, dog. Would you do that, Sam? Would you adopt another dog that looks like your dog and then have them put ah, that dog that's down? Smart. That's smart. That See, is a good idea. That's why I'm here, fellas. Wait, hold on. A serious question. Is, do you have to do something with Do you have to euthanize a dog that, like, attacks a human? I, I, feel, like, I feel like it, it always gets done. I mean, in the stories I've seen, the dog always gets put down after that. I think it's because the family will be like, you better put down that fucking dog, and then they feel pressure and they do it. Maybe it's like maybe it's state law. Like maybe there's. I would think that if 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 it's as common as it is, I feel like it has to be some sort of legality involved. Because I I really don't think that many people would be putting down dogs. Yeah, the owners aren't like doing it as a courtesy. I mean, I feel like that's why I was saying ship my dog out out of the country. Otherwise, people would never get dogs. I mean, you just wouldn't get dogs. Now, Ryan, Ryan, you had your dog, and you know Sam and Base live very close to each other. Were you leaving Mm -hmm. Sam's dog party and going to Base? Is that why you had the dog with you? No, because Sam Sam actually had a birthday party for his dog Trent, and uh, it (laughs) was. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Sam didn't have the party. Sam's wife, Rachel, had the party for Trent, okay? Um, don't Wait, say it was Sam an actual party. party? Are you being serious? It was an actual party? Yeah, they, I guess I didn't know about no, this, but no, they do a no, birthday no, no, party no. every year. No, for only, not, not, for, true, not for both dogs, not only, only Trent. Toby doesn't get one. No, no, Because, no, quote, no. we don't know when his birthday is. No, this is something with Rachel and her mom. <laughs> they always, they, they have, there's a bunch of dogs in the family. So they all kind of get together around Trent's birthday, and, and it's just like Rachel's family and all their dogs, and they kind of call it a party for Trent. It, it really isn't, but that's what they call it. So when you say Sam had a party for Trent... Um, but that's what it was. That implies that I'm inviting all my friends. It's his birthday party, party right? You're just upset because you don't have a birthday, because nobody cares about your birthday. No, no, but really, no, really. It's a, it was a birthday party for Trent. I had a feeling this was going to come up today. No, but it wasn't in a birthday party for your dog. Not quite. It, 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 the truth is not that Sam... You said Sam had a party for his dog. Okay, what was That's the event people were coming over for? Rachel and her mother were celebrating Trent's birthday. And <laughs> over around that time. That's, so that's, not, a bir- that's not a birthday party? <laughs> not, it's not, not, in the sen- not, not in the way that you're going to try to paint it. So only they, only they were celebrating. So everyone else was just mum on the situation. Those two were like they had like party hats on. Everyone else was like in the other room ignoring. There were it. no party hats. No, you weren't. You, you weren't even invited. Number one, you did invite me. I, I, I at, at the very end. You know what's the best, Ryan? When Sam invites me and then immediately gets on the defense. Like I didn't even say that. He goes. Uh, he goes. Hey, you are. Know you, how, cause, he, cause we know like, how you are. Everyone knows how you are. He's like, this. are you coming over to him? Like, oh, for Trent's birthday, he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to come if you don't want to. <laughs> well, I, told, I, told, I told our mother to, to let you know. I mean, um, See, that's your first, first, of, all, first yeah. of all, this is always with this is a Rachel's family thing. I never involved you guys because I know how you guys are. By you guys, no, I don't mean you, right? I mean our family. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, particularly Abe. 
Um, but yeah, but the reality you know, is nobody even... wants to bring you anywhere. Nobody wants to invite you to anything. Um, you probably don't it know this funny. you're never at anything. Ava, <laughs> it is funny. And it's just like I said on a, a, few, a few weeks ago on the podcast, I said, like, when there's a group of people in a room before you get there, like everyone's just having a nice time, and as soon as you get in, everyone's like, time to play defense. <laughs> and, yeah. and and on Sunday, it was uh, myself, Sam, and Danny Gaga at Sam's house, and it was like right when we heard the door open, there were three in unison like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, you, know, you know, we didn't, and, and it was one of those, it's like this unstated thing. You just know we're having a nice conversation, but everything just comes to a screeching halt. And it's usually because, and you, I mean, Abe has never, he's never made an entrance, like a subtle entrance. <laughs> no. Even on Sunday, he walked in and just like threw his arms in the air and he goes, ah, <laughs> just like screaming as loud as he can. And it just, it immediately raises blood pressure. Even like, <laughs> it startled me. I know that it pisses Sam off and it makes, Dan laugh like that's the three reactions you got. They're all across the board, but it's like at the end of the day, all three of us are now like no matter what the reaction is. It, like if you're scared, if you're like defensive, if you're angry or whatever, it's everyone's just at a heightened state of alertness when you, when you show up. <laughs> and that's why you know I don't blame. I, I don't. I guess Sam, it is your fault for even telling your mother that you're having that gathering. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I told her because. I wanted her to come because she, you know, she she likes the dogs, and I figured I figured it was something she would enjoy. It's a lot of like middle. What do you do though? So I was like, do you bring a gift or what? Like, what do you each do? Each hold the dog. No, no, anything really. Is there a cake? Just run and eat. No, there's no cake. I I know you're probably picturing like this dog bone cake. There's none of that. (laughs) There really is no dog uh, beamed anything. Really, it's just I don't know. I mean, it's hard to talk about. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but why do you only do one for one of the two dogs and the other one doesn't again, get a part? Again, you're asking the wrong guy, man. All right? What did I just yeah. fucking tell you? <laughs> no, I'm just wondering why only Trent gets a party and not Toby. Okay, well, well the, the reason is, and I, and I did tell you this, you did ask this on the phone. You probably, you, that's the problem with Abe asks questions. You really have to, Abe has to ask a question three or four times to actually register. For it to sink in? Well, yeah, because, I mean, you're usually, if you're not listening, you're texting or you're updating social media statuses, so you're not listening. I told you. <laughs> and, hold on, Sam. And the only time that he does listen on the first time is when he doesn't actually care about the answer and he just wants to make you feel embarrassed. Yeah. Right. That, that is true. <laughs> um, but anyway, I did tell you before, um, when, we, when, we, when we rescued Toby, we didn't, they didn't have a birthday for him. Yeah, but don't you make up a birthday? Like, if you adopted yeah. a kid, you and would I give it a birthday. For convenience, if you let me finish... <laughs> We lined it with Trent, so they oh. actually have the same birthday, but we know Trent's birthday is in January. Okay. Okay, so it was both of their birthday party. Sure. Okay, let's go. I mean, at least I'm just trying to get to the bottom, trying to figure out why one dog gets special privileges and the other one doesn't. Well, Trent has a birthday, and Toby has an honorary birthday. You know, I do I do Toby like Trent. Birthday too. We just don't know what it is, and nobody does for that matter. So when you did the cake for the dog, did you do it for both Only of them? Only Toby and the, and the dog of God. <laughs> or the god of dogs, rather. But when you did whatever the doggy does, there had to be. Tell uh, me, again, you're not yes, listening. Yes, yes, there was something. There was some kind of a, a finale for the dog birthday party. There was no you don't, finale. You don't just walk in. You don't have a dog birthday I cooked, party. Asshole. I cook. There was no dog. I know, but treat. but Sam, you don't have a dog birthday party and then just completely ignore the dogs. No, the dogs are here. They're all playing. I think. Oh, so people like, bring their dogs. dogs. Yeah, right. I mean. Do you, do you see a pattern here? He's not listening to the story. I said at the start, there's a yeah. bunch of dogs here. 
Oh, okay. I think I think what what maybe the the point that's being missed is that it's really it's not so much about the dogs. It's just a, a reason for people to gather. Exactly. That's that's how it's, it's an excuse to get together with right. Rachel's Rachel, mother. Thank and have God. yeah. And Rachel's family likes to get together and do things, and they and you know that was that's just another day they could do something. So you have a thing for the dogs. Everyone brings their dogs. So we had like seven or eight dogs here. And that's really yeah. it. There was no, like, uh, we weren't eating out of, like, dog bowls with our hands behind our back. Yeah, like, the dogs weren't all sitting in high chairs around the table with people yeah. cheering them on. Yeah. And, like, making them open presents with their mouths. I mean, it, yeah. if I had to guess, I would say the, dogs, dog thing. It, it, the well, dogs were about as much of a focal point as they are at any other right. gathering. So you might as well just have events where everyone gets together and say, hey, let's just have a party. Well, no. But whatever, it's fine. Sam. I do blame Trent, though, for one thing, and, and it was a dream that I had the other night, and I swear it, it has to be because of Trent, because at, at Sam had a Royal Rumble party, and his dog Trent is known for humping Ryan, and Ryan made the comment at the party that I could feel his... Well, first, let me back up. For years, years and years and years, for whatever reason, Sam's dog only gravitates toward my leg. Sam, is that true? I mean, you're, you're one of a few. There's a few, but you're definitely one of the main. Okay, so I'm one of his, like, fave five. Like, yeah, I you're, no, you're, you're probably one of the top two, actually. It's you and our Uncle okay. Rick. That's a top two. Yeah. So it's like, and before I could even get my shoes off, I'm talking less than 10 seconds yeah. on Sunday. He was already at it. And he, I have never, Sam, I'm not kidding. I think Sunday, if you take every other humping combined, <laughs> it would not match what he was doing on Sunday. Yeah, so I've never was, seen him so seen thirsty for my leg. He hasn't seen you as much. I mean, you move further away. Wait, you've never yeah, seen I, what, Ryan? Wait, Sam, let Ryan finish. You've never seen what? I said I, it, it, all of the other humpings combined matched up against Sunday's humping. I've never seen a dog so thirsty for leg. He was all, he would not stop. I, I ha- eventually had to, like, stand up on a stool so he couldn't reach me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was trying to make a video or a picture and I'm like, yeah, and Ryan, Abe, hold. Abe was making a joke of it. So Abe, Abe, that's the other part. That's what I wanted to set up. Abe got there like probably a half hour after I did, and there was already a great, Abe missed a great deal of me running from this dog. <laughs> and like, Abe, Abe walked in and, and this is a small, hilarious. wait, just so people know, this is a really small dog. Yeah, just he's a so, tiny guy. What kind of dog and, is it, Sam? Like a, he's a Shih Tzu Maltese. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, so, he's, so he's it's, about 15 pounds. he's like one but of those Sam, hairy but, small dogs. But Sam, you know that before Abe got there, I, the, all I did was just, like, walk circles around the table and push this. Like, it was but, I, but to my defense, I, I tried to help. I, I, no, you, I, you did. You absolutely did. around and tried to I know, but then I didn't break. want both of us to be put out because of this dog. I no, mean, I was right. like, damn, I, I got him. You know, he's small enough for me to handle. It's, yeah. it's my leg. It's not your problem. Yeah. So, but this was going on, and I was like, fuck, I got to find a solution. Abe gets there, of course. The dog starts humping, and Abe thinks it's hilarious because he hadn't. He just, he missed the first half hour of me, yeah. like getting punished by this dog, and Abe gets his phone out and he's like, "Wait, Ryan, hold it, hold it." So I, I, you know, <laughs> let him in other words, let him hump you. I take a picture. Yeah, yeah, he wanted me to hold my leg there so the dog could just <laughs> get get some traction, and Abe wanted a nice shot of it. And then I was like, "Okay, Abe, that's enough." And then he goes, "Oh shoot, it, I didn't get it. Do it again. Put your leg out again." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were setting it up so that I'm like, like we were doing like photo ops, like put your so leg like, up. I, so like, <laughs> Trent walked away after the first time when Abe didn't capture it, and Abe's like, "All right, do it again. Come back, come back." So like, I had to actually, 
and no wonder he was confused. I had to reach out for him and set him in front of me and then <laughs> put my leg out so Abe could get it the right flash on his camera. Yeah. <laughs> and Abe was uh, taking, uh, did you take video? I was trying to take a video, yeah, but it was too dark. And then I, and then okay, I, but it was taking forever. I thought he was taking a picture, right? So that's the only reason I agreed to do it again because I thought it was a photo. And the second time, <laughs> I see the flash never turning off. I'm like, oh, he's taking a video. And he, he just, he would not say, okay, I got it. And <laughs> it went so long that I felt Trent's, pe- like, his dick start coming out of the, like, the holster. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, you know, dogs' penises are different. They, they, yeah. exp- like a tube of lipstick. They just start broken right. out. And, like, I could feel the full penis exposed, like, rubbing on my jeans. And I was like, I got <laughs> grossed out. Like, that was too much for but me. what was and the so exact I just, line? I think the line was, I feel his dick on my <laughs> leg, right? I started screaming. I was like, Abe, finish. I feel his dick on my leg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, and Abe's just sitting there, like, taking his time, getting, like, <laughs> getting the right angle. <laughs> so I've never thought about a dick, a dog dick touching you, right? And yeah. this, I'm not making this up. This is completely true. I text Ryan about this dream this morning. Right. It, it was, he woke up, he's like, you're never going to believe this, this dream I had. It was, it was terrifying. I swear, I was so afraid when I woke up. I was terrified and disgusted. A big dog, like, locked me in. Like, he had his, he had his paw, like, like choking me, like, around my neck. I swear to God, this is a true story. And he was humping my leg, and I felt his dick on my leg. And then this dog, it was almost like, I can't remember if the dog was talking to me. But he was almost like acknowledging that I was like trying to get away, and he was like, "Uh, uh-uh. like he was like holding on." It was a the dog was like the size of me behind me, and he had one, he had like his arm around my neck, and he was like just a humping, marmaduke. Yeah, yeah, something like it was crazy, and he was humping my leg, and I I I remember saying, "I feel his dick on my," and it was such a terrifying feeling, and then the dog like blew a huge load all over my jeans. Oh God! Yeah, it was, and and and. and I, I have a sick mind. I don't have a sick mind. Because, Ryan, Ryan, did you see that? No, I, I, the, I, I do. I think it was a holdover from what you... I think it was a, something you had in your brain, and it was locked away, and, like, it was just kind of a subconscious holdover, and it showed up in your dreams. And did you see Shameless on Sunday? No. Okay, well, th- there's... Did you still watch it or no? Yeah, I just I just haven't watched Sunday. Okay, forget that. But there, there was something alluding to rape in that episode, that mm-hmm. plus... Trent and the reason why I know that it's Trent's fault that I had this dream is because of the I felt the dick on the leg like Ryan. No, it's it's your fault because it's your fault for holding that idea uh, so prominent in your subconscious. That's it's your fault, not Trent's fault. But it was it was so. I mean, it was terrifying (laughs) being stuck thinking about doggy penises for the last week. That's your fault, (laughs) not Trent's fault. But just getting like held down by a dog. Because I remember, even at, at your house, Sam, Ryan said, if it was a bigger dog, I'd be afraid. He specifically said that. And then I had a yeah. dream about a bigger dog with his paw around my neck, humping my leg. I couldn't escape. Like, he was like, uh, Good. you, you know, know, if I saw that, if I was walking on an alley and I saw that, I, would, I think I would just keep walking. I think, I think you need that. <laughs> I think you need, you need a good dog raping. Yeah. Well, he didn't rape me. He, he just humped my leg. I don't think he did. But it was it was like, scary. I, it, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm a little unfamiliar with with like the, the the dog ejaculatory process. I don't know how long. See, that's what was that's what gave me the sense of urgency to get him off. It, it was initially the the sensation of his dick on my jeans. But like, I don't. It's unpredictable to me because I don't know. 
does he only need like 10 seconds, five se- Like, what does a dog need before well, they, yeah. they're there? I didn't want... I didn't want to go down that road. Well, let's look, I mean? let's so, look at some other, like a spider. When a spider gets another spider pregnant, it like sticks out this like, it looks like a, a needle. It pops it yeah. in and then it's over. And it could do it anytime it wants. And, like and anytime so, like, they're on the, on the On the other end of that, a fox, I, I read this uh, last week, a fo- when a fox has sex, foxes' dicks expand inside so they cannot oh. come out. They, they oh, it locks up, be, right? Yeah, they lock in there until they're done. Wow. Yeah, there's there's a lot of animals that do that. Because I was watching... What else was I watching? It was something disgusting because some guy was fucking some type of animal. Or maybe it's asshole cl- clenched up on, on the guy's dick or so, something weird like oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little unfamiliar with the, with the dog orgasm process, and that's why I didn't feel like finding out how long it would have taken Trent to finish. You know what I mean? Um... <laughs> Oh. And you're right. If it was a bigger dog, I mean, part of you can, no one wants a dog dick on their leg, but like part of you, it, when it's smaller like that, you know, it's like, I don't know, it feels more harmless. If it was a, if it felt like a, <laughs> like a dog with like a, a nice human sized penis, <laughs> like that would be, a, that would be a different, a different story. It's still a dog dick, but like the bigger it is, I think the, like the quicker you need it off of you. Yeah, and it is a dog dick. Really, is gross. When when you get a dog neutered, do they cut the dick off or just the balls? Yeah, just the balls. Okay, so the dick's always there. Oh, because Trent's yeah. neutered, right, Sam? Yep. Hmm. Which really sure, is, sure if, is. If, you, if you break it down, and I know it's it's easy to like. I mean, watching Trent just die for my leg on Sunday, it's hard to <laughs> to not think that he was not feeling horny. But really, it's just a dominance thing. That's, that's what it is. Reason, that's yeah, that's the only reason they hump is like to. Because they feel like you might be a threat to their right, their position in the pack. <laughs> That's they want to, you know, they want to put you in your place. That's all. He was just trying to make me a bitch. I just don't like a dick that appears. Like I want the dick to always be in view. Like I want to know what's well, going yeah, on with it. A, a secret dick is is a different. <laughs> I mean, that's. A, like a dick that that is stealth and is hidden until it feels like yeah. you, it's like a yeah, lightsaber. No, like all you see is the you know the handle, and then out of nowhere you have this huge lightsaber. Yeah, now it's a deadly weapon. Yeah, like Trent's <laughs> dick is nowhere to be seen. Like he could be laying on his back and you see nothing. The minute he starts humping Although, Ryan, you, you see, see this red see stick. Ryan, you see this Ryan will call it the holster. That's that's always there. Yeah, you see the you know you see the, like the you see where it's where it's yeah. coming from and where it's tucked into, but. The actual penis itself, they keep that under under lock and key till they're ready, <laughs> and that just comes out. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's almost like built-in underwear, really. It actually is. It's like yeah, it, it, yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. It's pretty well, nice like um, and even even your asshole, you got you got a tail over that. Well, I mean, isn't so that like yeah. fully dressed at all times? Well, isn't Honestly. it like every Mexican guy I know is uncircumcised? So they all mm-hmm. have those on their dicks at all times. So how do you know that? Because like, they talk about are these, it. Are, these, are these kind of conversations you and your friends have? Well, no. I mean, I mean, over I mean, if you know someone for fifteen years, at some point you make a comment about you know circumcision, and then they're all like, "Oh, nah, bro, we all got hoodies." So let me ask you: is is that, is that an ethnic thing? Is that what that is? Or yeah, I mean, I, at least from what I've seen, all my Mexican friends are uncircumcised. From what you've seen, from what I've heard. been told. Hurt, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, like all three of us here are circumcised. I think bases too. So for the record, we could put that one down. But uh, 
I, and then there's other there's other nationalities that don't get circumcised too, but really all dicks are made with that protective you know that bag, and then the dick's supposed to pop out when it's ready to roll. So a dog pretty much has the like the uncircumcised penis. It's just that he's not circ- like if Trent was circumcised, that dick would be hanging all day. I think a dog adds even greater protection than a human. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like you know, it's it's like I feel like it's a different. Uh, it's almost like a case or like a turtle shell for the dick. <laughs> the human stuff is all just skin, no matter what. But like a, a dog, I feel like they're, they're two separate entities. Like yeah. A push thing that you, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. exactly like a push pop or like deodorant. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Trent's dick is like like the deodorant before you uh, you turn the wheel at the bottom, and then as soon as Ryan shows up, it's all the way up to the top. Yep. But he goes from zero to a hundred in like. A split second. And here's another question. Are there dogs that can't get get it up? I don't well, know. Sure. He's still I'm, pretty I'm, virile. He's seven and still he can still go. So I, I, I don't know if it's, it comes with age like it does with, with humans or maybe... That's a good question. Trent hasn't slowed down at all. <laughs> no, I see that. In fact, he's in his sexual fact, peak he's, right he's now. He's gotten more hyper. He's in his prime. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like you wonder though, are there dogs that just can't like they're limp? They're always at, like a limp dick dog. <laughs> like, is, are there dogs like that? There I, might be. I mean, I'm sure some, somewhere in the world, yeah, there's a dog that can't get some in old direction. some old lazy dog, <laughs> uh, like the ones who just yeah. lay by the like the furnace all day or whatever. The ones by the, yeah. the the air conditioning vent, they just lay next to it all day, or they're always their ass yeah. is always on a pillow. And that's, but that that may be why they just lay all day because like their dick stopped working and they're depressed, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> when you really break down everything about being a dog, it's not really that awesome. Like you have to eat out of a dish that never gets clean; it just gets refilled. I watch Prince's Food Bowl every night. Every night? Every night? Because I I think it honestly I think it is so disrespectful to make him eat out of a dirty bowl. Now I like that. Every that's, night. that's a good move, Ryan. I, I, I should do the same. I don't. He eats two um, meals out of out of the same. You know, he'll eat two meals between cleaning. He'll eat breakfast, and I just leave it there, and then I fill it for dinner, and then I wash it. Does he eat dry food? Um, yeah. We well, I mean, right now, recently, we just changed his food. So he's eating half dry, half rice. And then the water. Yeah, because I remember when I had my dog Shelly, food would get in the water, so I'd always clean out the water side all the time. Yeah, because it's gross, and I don't want her drinking yeah. like. I'm, I'm Abe. I, I agree with you, and the, the larger point that you were making, like I, since we got Prince, I was reminded of really what a boring existence it is to be a dog, and really, he, dogs just have moments. They have like unplanned. They never know when the moments are coming. Like they don't know when you're going to walk in the door. They don't have a clock or a watch. Oh yeah, I mean it's all. So it's, they, uh, I mean, uh, a, a dog living in a in a in a in a household. It's like it's it's just like all unknown. I mean. Your whole life yeah, is they, just like, what's next? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> exactly. It's just them waiting for you. Like, yeah. or, you know, if they don't know if like you're, if, if you're home, is it time to play or is you going to go take a shower? Like they don't know anything. And basically they're just waiting for your sign. Well, yeah. That, that's how the best, the, the best thing a dog owner could do to make their dog happy is to establish, um, um, like a sense of trust and establish, um, long like a schedule patterns. Yeah. yeah. A schedule so that they, they know that you're coming back, and they know that, you know, well, right. he's gone for this many hours, but he'll be back at this time. Yep, and like when it starts getting dark, that's when he comes in or something. You know, I'm telling you, a lot of dogs, like my dog Shelly, she used to, when I would come home, she would, like, 
like the five minutes before I got there, she would like sit up oh, by yeah. the window, lay there and look. And then literally five minutes later, yeah. I'd roll up. So she yeah, like they, sensed they have, I was coming. They have a general sense of time, but for the most part, it's them just like, they're, they're, it's not like us where we can control what we're doing. You know, like they're basically just hostage until you give them, get there and like give them attention. It must be how those women right. felt in Cleveland when that guy had them like chained in the basement. The guy who killed himself yeah. in prison. Yep. You just come home, throw yeah, like they, throw some they, Oreo they, cookies. Dude, that's exactly right. When is like the the latch on the door going to fly open? And, no, like, you know what it's like, right? He, it's like misery. Kick lettuce down the stairs. Being a dog is like being Paul uh, Paul in, in misery. No, it's not, it's not that bad. Jimmy Cotton, because he never it's knows. Not, hey, it's not as bad as misery. <laughs> hey, you never know because when you're when you're uh, when you're Paul. Um, in misery, when Annie Wilkes was coming home, you didn't know. Sometimes she'd be really happy, and sometimes she'd be pissed off, and sometimes she'd be like, "Here, Paul, I made you this. Back, I made you this delicious breakfast." My point about establishing trust and routine. Yeah, he the had a routine with her too. Brent doesn't think I'm going to come home and and hammer his uh, his his ankles <laughs> so he can't walk anywhere. He he never he never thinks that because no, he but trusts. Sam, Sam, she established with him every day. She would clean him feed him and then after a while he's like i want to get the fuck out of here so well, he, yeah he knew she was a psycho that's why i know but maybe Trent, three days but you know sam some days when you come home and you're like all pissed off after like talking to me or something you know that you're not as nice to trent as you are when you well, just walk yeah, in after, I, I don't think a two by four between his legs either i know but you might be like get out of here buddy why would i able why would i take out my frustrations on trent i'm not <laughs> saying you do but i'm saying oh, you're yeah, not yeah, as yeah, nice. I, I'm, I'm in a bad mood i just like kick him off the couch <laughs> I mean, you, you might you might take out your frustrations on humans, not 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 physical abuse, but you might be crabby with a dog. I mean, what what's the point of being crabby to Trent? Like, kick him in the face? Like, get the fuck out of here? Like, what do you what do you think happens here? You know what's worse than that? Like, my cousin Ricky has a fish tank, and he's like, "Oh, that one's been is eleven years old." Can you imagine being an eleven year old? Do you think is important in that thing? How much what? How <laughs> beer? Like at parties? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure they probably, probably had like a mini fish keg and everything in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Hey, man, let's get the fish drunk, bro. Yeah, man. Here, let's see if Jenny will put this fish inside her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's like, it's like, it's, it'll be like one of those juicer things. Only my dick will be the thing that pushes it through. I have a very, very strong. strong feeling that that fish tank is not because i mean whatever he's doing with it it, it i doubt it's because he has an appreciation for fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, you could there, there are a hundred thousand things that he's probably thought to do with that oh, fish yeah. tank or like ways it's come into play and none of them involve like him just admiring the fish <laughs> <laughs> well you know like an initiation to hang out with him like you have to swallow one of the fish that's like the first I'm sure thing. of it Pick the bin. It's always the big, like the oldest one, the eleven-year-old fish. You have to just swallow. Yeah. Or like you know the betta fish that kill each other when they're together. That's why they're in those little cute, like clear boxes at doors. They can't be near each other because they'll fight to the death. I guarantee they're like instead of cockfighting, they probably have betta fights in his. You know, well, at the, he, the, he, last the time I was over there, he, he had a new shark in there. I'm like, doesn't the shark eat the other fish? He's like, yeah, when it gets bigger, it will. Well, then why do you have it in there? Because <laughs> these other fish are like 10. The one he said was 11 years old. So you're going to put a shark into a tank with your fish that you've had for 11 years? See, this is exactly my point. He, it's clear that he, <laughs> this, is just, this is just him 
having fun, man. This has nothing to do with the well-being of fish. I can't believe, though, <laughs> that fish, a fish in his care, has survived 11 years. Yeah. That must be like, what, that, imagine that fish's tolerance for beer. Like, he's probably an alcoholic the fish is probably yeah. an alcoholic and he shakes guess, unless like, he drinks I'm sure dude at least a quarter of the liquid in that tank is, is vodka I mean <laughs> hey man Burns Burns just poured a half a quart of vodka in there that fuck it man been through like a 12 step program and rehab and Oh, but yeah. let's say okay. Let's say let's say job. Ryan. Let's say that you, you, Sam, and Sam's wife had a fish tank, right? And it was it was a very well taken care of fish tank. Could you imagine if you had an eleven year old fish? What the fuck does an eleven year like? What kind of life is that for an eleven year old fish? Because they're in this small fish tank, moving back and forth for eleven. Can you imagine that life? Eleven years of that shit. Yeah, they're not worried about the shark. They're worried about the big looming shadow. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Here comes Ricky and Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh they shit! They have a gallon of, of uh, what's it, cheap vodka that everyone drinks. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> the handle of cheap vodka that everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Like, they have their a, dick. That's a great heel name. Shit! <laughs> shit! They have their balls tied off with a rubber band again. Uh, that yeah. means those balls are coming right in the top of the fish tank until one of us bite at them. It's like the opposite of a dog. Like they, they get mad when they see a door open. <laughs> no, and they, fuck. There's Doyle. Like you know, the shark is aligned with the other fish for survival on that tank. You know, but. Doyle. You know, Doyle shits in the tank and watches all the fish eat his shit. <laughs> and then they, and then they all say, "Eat shit, eat shit, eat shit." <laughs> <laughs> they just watch it. You know, a, a, your, your question of, like, what kind of life is that? I mean, it's unimaginable to, to us because, I mean, yeah, I couldn't imagine, like, just swimming circles for 11 years. You know, just in general, <laughs> just in general, being prey just sucks. Like, think about ever, anything that's prey, like any fish in the ocean, they're mm-hmm. always running. Or even, like, uh, you know, uh, a squirrel or a rabbit. I mean, they're always afraid they're about a deer. A deer is prey at all times. There's never a time where deer get to have fun. They're always running away from someone or trying to find over food. Their shoulder. Like every noise could be a predator. Have you ever seen a deer who's not frozen solid? Cause it's so afraid or hiding somewhere or running. If you ever seen a deer, it's just like chilling, just like yeah, walking around. I, I have. And, and that's, it's, it's only until they see you. Like I've never seen a deer that's seen me. That's having fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the only deer that have fun are the ones that haven't seen you yet. Yeah, and and, and they're they're still in the back of their head. They're like, I'm about to get fucking killed right now. I'm <laughs> fucked. It's kind of like being in The Walking Dead. Like, and all even when you think you're safe, some asshole might pop out with a gun. Some like some kind of like big cat might jump out, or some kind of something's gonna happen to you if you're a deer. You're always afraid that they're gonna pop out of the woodwork. Yeah. But that, I think it's, it's how they're wired. You know, I doubt that the fish and the deer are all like, they're not sitting there talking about guns and stuff. Like, they're not, they don't understand <laughs> the concepts of, like, the, they don't know how the attack it, it happens. I think they're just wired to be on guard. Yeah. You know? I mean, what? if a deer hears a noise, if you and I hear a noise outside, we're not going to, like, take off running. Like, a simple <laughs> noise. Like... like- <laughs> Like, if Abe was carrying a, a book and he dropped it in the driveway and I was next door, I wouldn't just sprint in the backyard. Yeah, it's like this. And then you start running. 
Yeah, like I would understand. <laughs> like I would, I would probably apply logic and reason and go, oh, that wasn't that loud. It didn't sound dangerous. I yeah. see Abe. He had a book. He no longer has the book. There's the book. <laughs> like we are capable of doing that. But a deer hears a book hit the ground, and that's like World War Three to them is starting. Or like, they, they have to get the fuck out of there. Or if you see, like, a squirrel or a bunny running around, like, they're always in constant fear. Like, if I walk close to a bunny, his heart starts pounding, like, out of his pounding. chest. And then he, 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 if you get too close, he's going to make a run for it. But he tries yep. to freeze up and just hopes that you'll Hope. just walk the other yep. way. Yep. And then if he sees you stop and maybe look his direction, like, then he, then that's when they really freak out. Yeah. And he's like, all right, where's my escape route? And, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> It, it's it's a very it, it is unfortunate. It's unfortunate that creatures have to live like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that's all they know. It's not like they were once like free and are now yeah. enslaved. Like I they mean, weren't running shit right. before. Yeah, it's, really <laughs> it's the animal instinct. I mean, you could you can right. take an animal out of its environment, and and it's still gonna have those same reactions to just like routine sounds and noises and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it would be ultimate like ultimately super depressing. Right now, it's just unfortunate, but it would be, like, incredibly, really sad if we have enslaved bunnies. Like, we took them out of castles, and, <laughs> like, we, we killed their wives, and, like, really just, we, we fucked up the whole course of We bunnies. have their heads on sticks that they see, like, you know, they see, like, like, in Game of Thrones. They see, like, a, <laughs> yeah, they see like a spear through the head. Yeah. Like, when Columbus landed here, it was all bunnies, and they all trusted him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there he is. They could... They could talk. They were walking on two legs. I mean, shit was good. Like, shit was really good. It was good to be a bunny. <laughs> but but any kind of prey just lives a bad life. Like, even even if the bunny's not running from us, if he's in his natural environment, he's running from some kind of animal that's going to eat him. So, like, they're, they're never... Unless you're a bunny living in a cage, and that's, like we said, with the fish for 11 years floating... That's to them, is, like, best-case scenario, is that you're in, like, a 9 by 3 cage. Yeah, while you're in the cage, I think this is probably the only time you feel safe. But even, I mean, if you take a look at a bunny that's even domesticated to this, to being inside, like the minute you put them out of that cage, you don't find them for three hours. <laughs> exactly. And then, I think he just, just he bolts. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with people who have pet bunnies because all they are is a big fat fucking bunny who, who's like obese and can't run. Like, do you ever see a domesticated bunny? They're never skinny. Like a real bunny outside. Is like lean, looks has I a has a runner's body. The the bunnies that people have in their houses all look like Suge Knight. <laughs> but I think, and and maybe I'm wrong here. I think for the most part, pets like bunnies and guinea pigs and hamsters and gerbils, like pointless pets that they don't do anything. They're they're dumber, like on the pet spectrum. They don't like you can't teach them things. I think those are mainly pets like starter pets for kids. Yeah, you don't see a lot it, of domesticated it, it, bunnies. I mean, no, like, I don't know the last time I was at, like, an adult friend's house, and he's like, hey, you want to see the bunny? <laughs> like, <laughs> I would say for the most part, those, like, those are, like, those are, like, beginner pets just to teach kids that you have to feed something so well, it doesn't die. Well, Ryan, I've told... you forget to feed it, and it does die. It's no loss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan, I've told this story a bunch of times. Sam and I went to visit our aunt in Wisconsin, and we bought... or I, Did I buy two guinea pigs, Sam, or did we each buy one? I think we each had one. So we each had a guinea pig, right? Stimpy and Gizmo. Yeah, Stimpy and Gizmo. And I literally took the guinea pigs, their cage, 
a bag of food, their water bottle, and everything, and I traded it all in for a dog leash and a bag of dog food when I got my dog Shelly. That's how little I cared about those things. Yep, yep. And I'm telling you right now, anyone who's ever cried when a guinea pig or a rabbit has died, they're crying because they think they should cry. They're not crying <laughs> they're if anything. Care. It's relief. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Dude, I was a little kid, and I had a guinea pig. My brother I and I had a guinea ours. pig. I hated it. Named, named Bernie. And, like, I don't, it's probably been, like, six years since I even touched it or looked at it. <laughs> and, like, I remember it was a Saturday, and it died, and I had, we had a flag football game. And when we came home, uh, it had it had died while I was at the game. We knew it was sick before we left because it was starting to bury itself under, like, newspaper and chips. And we came home, it was dead. And it had buried itself, and, like, my dad was like, yeah, it happened, or whatever, and I was like, I I started crying, but I remember thinking, why am I crying? I don't give a shit. Like, I was a little kid, and I was like, this means nothing. The fake crying. <laughs> like, I was, like, trying to cry because I thought I'm a monster if I don't cry. <laughs> but I didn't care. That fucking asshole was just, he was just in the room for a bunch of years, and I never... <laughs> he gave me no joy. <laughs> that, that, Ryan, that's an interesting thought because I feel like in my childhood at some point I also fake cried for some reason. I can't remember why, but I kind of remember doing that. Like, I didn't want to cry. I, I don't even know if I, if I actually mustered tears. I just remember being at conflict with, like, my, my stance on crying at that moment. Like... Should I cry? I don't know. I don't, th- I don't feel like I want to, but I feel like... <laughs> How old were you again, Ryan? Uh, God, I was probably like seven. Or oh, eight. you say fifteen? No. <laughs> Guinea pigs are the honestly like they're cute when they're really small and you want to hold them. The minute they grow, they are completely disgusting, and they like they don't want to do anything. You put them on the ground; they're super long. They're way longer. Like they're like two Chipotle burritos connected. That's how long they're. <laughs> I mean, they're disgusting animals, and they don't do anything. All they do is lay there and shit. They're kind of like they're kind of like uh, I guess like one level cuter rats. Really, that's all they really are. It's the same idea, exactly. It's the same thing. It's like it's just a rat or a mouse in a different yeah. package. But they have no affection <laughs> for you, for the, for you, the owner. No, or for no, anything. No, no. They don't even they don't even know that you're like. There's no sense of you know. Dogs have that pack mentality. They look at you as a leader. Yeah. yeah. Guinea pigs are just. They're literally just. They want to run. They want to run under the bush. Yeah. Yep. Their instincts are just to run away. They have no loyalty. They don't appreciate anything. They don't love you. You know. Yeah. Like, they're they're like, fuck happened. yeah, yeah. You better feed me, bitch. That's it. Clean my shit too, asshole. It's, it's, it's like a goldfish with the ability to live outside of water. That's all it is. And a <laughs> guinea pig, a guinea pig would die without even making you know it was hungry because it doesn't even care about eating. Like it's never gonna like. You'll never know. Like, if, if, if tr- Sam's dog is hungry, he'll know it's hungry. When his dog has to take a shit, he'll know about it. Your, your guinea yeah. pig could just starve to death, and you wouldn't even know that he was ever hungry. Right. They, keep they, acting they, have, they, lack the, yeah, they lack the ability to, like, even notify you of anything. Like, they'll go up to their water thing and lick it a couple times with their tongue, and if it's dry, they'll just lick it a few more times yeah. and realize, like, oh, there's no water here, and then they'll just go die. Yeah, exactly. like, they don't... They, like, a dog will annoy you until you figure out what it wants. Yeah. A guinea pig will just bury itself. Like, yeah. he's a quitter. They give up. They have, like, they, don't, they, they can't even keep themselves, like, they, 
they, they can't even begin to keep themselves alive if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't make any noises. Oh, they, I mean, they, they, no. literally, they literally do nothing they, different they, they except die. They don't their bowl over. They don't, yeah. like, you would think they would, like, knock over something in their cage. Or, or make a noise. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, just evolutionary, like, process would give them some sort of clicking noise or something that they could do. <laughs> And they would learn like, how many million years they haven't even developed no, any kind of method no, to no. notify anybody. I, that I mean, it is like their DNA is just to give up. But it's not even are. giving up. They're not even giving up. They're just no, living they life. As, no, I know, but hey, when they're hungry and there's no food, they just go bury themselves under chips and die. Like, they don't, <laughs> like, they just quit. <laughs> yeah, the guinea pig is predisposed to have zero fight. Yeah. No effort. Yeah. There's, yeah, exactly. And also, there's the no guinea- fight or flight. It's just flight. <laughs> They're just straight flight. And the opposite of that, a guinea pig will just keep eating until it dies from being too fat, too. Like if you if you had one of those if you had one of those machines like dogs have where the food keeps <laughs> dropping down, the guinea yep. pig would you'd come home and it would be like that movie Seven with the guy who died from uh, what was it, Sam? The fat guy he died from uh, oh sloth. Yeah. Like he, his stomach would be split open. He'd be laying yeah. underneath the wood. Ch- like he would start burying himself under the chips just when his stomach split open, because that's what yeah, they do when exactly. they're about to die. Like, right. uh, like for the last like eight seconds that he had breath, he would be using it to bury himself. But before, <laughs> like everything leading up to that, like when he started feeling abnormal, he would just keep eating. Yeah, he would stop. Amazing instinct the animal has, though, is that is that um, that imminent sense of death, like. You hear about all these animals burying themselves, like you were saying. You know, you're kind of joking about like your rabbit, like or guinea pig burying stuff under newspaper. Well, why is that? Why do they bury themselves? Like, what is that about? Well, it's the same yeah, reason I, why, I, like, like you know, dolphins or whatever else know dogs how to do swim. It as well, dogs will hide. In, like when my other dog Wardina was sick, she would go like she would hide in corners or under tables and stuff when she knew she was dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't want. It's like a shame thing. Or I, it seems to us like what would be. Shame, but that can't be what they're feeling. Well, think no, about it, Ryan. It, when a human it, 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 dies, it's really sad. Guys, but I, I don't know. Guys, think about it. When a human dies, they're not going to go in the middle of the dance floor and just like say, "Hey, look at me." They're also like in a little like area where they're alone, and you know, under a blanket yeah. or something. Right. You don't like purposely like you don't feel like you're dying and then like step outside so everyone can see it. Yeah, it's like check me out, guys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, so- I think there there must just be some sort of private sense that comes with dying, like. Across all creatures, it is, it, it is an odd instinct, but yeah, yeah. But guinea pigs themselves—they're usually pretty obese, right? I've never really seen a small guinea. Ours were fat as fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like like uh, like a domestic guinea pig that's in, that's all. All you do is they're in a glass container, a glass cage, <laughs> like super and small. All, all you do is you just feed them and then just walk away, and that's it. And that's all you do. So you probably yeah, they don't get walked like fifty times. Yeah, yeah. There's no leash. No. There's no party. I mean, I don't even think guinea pigs get a wheel. Like, at least hamsters <laughs> or gerbils or ferrets. Yeah. They have, like, they can get, like, play tubes that they can crawl through. But I don't, I mean, I feel like a guinea pig is just so... So lazy. Yeah, I mean, if you put a wheel or anything fun in there, it would just look at it and be like, what's uh. this clutter? <laughs> I, I mean, a, a domestic guinea pig is basically just a prisoner. I mean, that really... I mean, Honestly. In, in you, the truest yeah, sense. It, I mean, you're just it, in a cage just waiting life. to die. He just yeah. honestly, a guinea pig is born to die. <laughs> I like mean, they don't, there's no experience. I mean, there's something to be said about animals that maybe they are only here to feed us, like a cow. If a cow wasn't getting eaten by us, 
and being taken care like what would a cow do that's not being taken care of by humans there's wild cows i assume right yeah so well, what, i think most humans i think most humans lives are almost as, as insignificant as cows i mean what well yeah but i'm just saying what are you supposed to be, what, you know, they're not doing anything great, but neither are most people. But what I'm but saying is that a cow would get killed by a lion, like, no so, matter so Abe, what. I, I think Abe's pointing out, like, the, the food chain, take humans out of yeah. the equation, like, there's there's a natural food chain mm-hmm. in, in nature. Right. Like, where does the cow fall? What, what would its purpose be if we weren't milking it and, like, Because they're not fast. They're not fast. Uh, I mean, if the cow is just walking around and there's lions, the lions are going to have a nice meal every night. And that's it. Yeah, and, and cows aren't. Cows don't eat, they're not like predators, they're not eating animals, they're just eating like old dirt and hay, <laughs> or whatever they eat, or like, don't just they eat any- their own puke? I think they eat their own puke. I'm serious, I think they, they have two stomachs, like they swallow, they eat like grass or something, and then they like get it in their stomach and puke it back up and eat that, and that's what they like. <laughs> I'm serious. I think, I, you know, I think that's actually true, I don't know. I'm dead serious. That sounds like something I heard in grade school. I think that's why they have two stomachs. One of them to yeah. house the puke, and the other one to like. <laughs> they have one like, stomach full of puke, and the other honestly, one full of grass. Like, like they eat the <laughs> shit that they need to turn into like puke, and then they puke it up, and then eat that for like for fun. <laughs> that looks bad. that looks great. <laughs> so yeah. cow, are cows all female? <laughs> they are right. Um, because the bull well, bangs yeah, them, right? A bull is the male. Yeah. Okay, so so let's say we left these cows out on their own. Would the bull fuck all the cows? You know what I'm saying? And and are when's a bull born? Like, do cows have bulls? Yeah, yeah. Cows have male offspring, and they they're. I don't know enough about the cow the cow world to know. Yeah. Do cows? Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to embarrass ourselves. You're asking these questions. I don't think any of us have the answers. But I'm just wondering, like, do cow? Are, is the bull the male cow? Yes. It's, I, I believe so, yes. But are are they born looking like a bull, like an asshole, or do they look like a cow? I'm sure it looks like a little baby cow. It doesn't come out, like, attacking. <laughs> it doesn't, like, charge out of the womb. No. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, does it jump out? Like, what, at what point... It doesn't come out just, like, bigger than the mother. <laughs> but does it always have, like, does it have, like, the first half of that, that big, like, hunchback that a bull has and the horn on its nose and all that shit? Like, when does that all know. pop out? Uh, probably as soon as they get into the care of some prick who, t- like, ties their balls with electric wire or something. <laughs> well, that's my like, question. Is a baby yeah, bull... to the ranch where the guy, like, yeah, get over here, you fucker. Like, that's when they start getting the hunchback. Like... <laughs> <laughs> But is a baby bull always gonna? Would a baby bull look like a fucking? I'm looking at pictures right now. Like, but baby bulls, they look exactly like baby cows. There, there's no. So, Abe, I think I think even like maybe what you're asking, and I, I for me, I'm curious. If you took a bull, yeah, and like, then and then out of the mother, and you just you like kept him like fed and loved, and like he lived in your house, like would his instinct still be to just beat the shit out of you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like it's a bull, like like, a like 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 the pit bulls, right? The pit bulls that yeah. Michael Vick was sticking like a stick up its ass, like electrocuting its balls, all that yeah. shit. Like I want, I want these motherfuckers to be mean. And you know they do the same shit with bulls. They're always well, be- and every pit bull attack is like if you trace it back, if you like there's a pattern of aggression somewhere in that dog's life. Like there's usually like you know people trying to teach the pit bull to shoot guns and stuff, and like I mean people that don't really they look at the dog as like. 
they punch him to toughen him up and shit, and then yeah. of course that dog's going to show aggression. Guys, I got to say, if you haven't looked, uh, I would do a Google search on baby bulls. They're pretty cute. But, like, how? that's my question, though. Like, hours here. Have you ever seen a species besides cows and bulls where all the female cows are nice and all the males are assholes? Like, there's no other species like that where all the males they, they, they are assholes. They vastly different paths. Yeah, like, the, all the males are all assholes. Right. And, and all the women are nice. Like, you never yeah. see a mean cow, but all the bulls are all angry. So my question yeah. is, are they always assholes, or do we turn them into assholes? That's, I don't I don't know, but it's a, honestly, it's a great question. <laughs> I was going to say, Ryan, I'm please tell serious. me that's a good question. It is. It's a very good question. Uh, here, here's, here's, your, here's the answer to some of the questions you've been asking. Both male and female cows are born with horns. Um, a male is always called a bull. A female is always called a cow. A heifer is a young female that has never given birth, and a cow is an older female that has given birth. I don't know. Maybe that. Doesn't. So heifers in the cow world, that's like a barely legal teen. Yeah. Like all the guys want to fuck her. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. But yeah, girl next door. I guess, um, yes, there's no no female bulls and no male Sam, cows. look this up. Type this in. Say, at what point I, I does bet the... like, I bet if like any farmers listening, we sound like total morons right Sam, now. Type sure. this, Sam, type this in. At what age does the bull turn into an asshole? Oh, God. Is that really how you Google, Abe? No wonder you don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like a baby, so they all come out looking the same, and then at some point the male turns into this big steroid freak asshole, and the female just is this limp, uh, just, oh, just do whatever you want to me, pull on my tits, you could kill me if you want later, you could do whatever you want, you could ride me, do anything you want, I don't care, but the male won't even let you, like, put your finger on his back. I love how he puts it on, like, human, like, porn terms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bulls hate, like... You know, like if obviously, like that's why they they wave those flags. I mean, bulls hate like flags. They hate colors. <laughs> they hate they're, they're, They hate. They hate. They so hate. It could be because we don't like let them commingle. I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's it's something I'm going to definitely research when we hang up. Let's see, bull. I'm, I'm interested personally. The male of the species more muscular and aggressive than the female. Uh, let's see. See, I, I just don't get it. I don't get how you go from a baby, young, twink bull to this big steroid <laughs> freak-looking asshole. And why are they always ripped? When you, when are there just sloppy bulls? Wait, but I, I think maybe you've seen one too many movies. I, I, I don't know why you're so amazed. That's just how, that's, I mean, what do, you, what do you want them to do? I mean, a lot of animals go from a young twink to a big, beastly creature. Like, I mean, have you ever, have you ever seen chimpanzees? Uh, gorillas. I yeah, mean, but but you could like, but you you could tame a, a chimp. The bulls always want to just kick your ass. Ryan, check this out. Bulls become fertile at about seven months of age, so they're oh, fucking. So they're, they, their dicks are like that's ready why. to roll after. So maybe it's seven months when they become an asshole. So all they want to do is get laid. Yep, that's got to be why. They probably. I guarantee you, it has to do with their testosterone production. That's probably exactly when it happens. And I'll tell you this, Ryan. I do believe oh, that. How long do bulls live? Have you figured that out? Uh, let's see. We'll just type it in, Sam. Look it up. But Ryan, I guess, I guess most probably die at eight months. Then. Sam, I mean, look, Sam, look that. Look it up. <laughs> look it up and give us the answer. Our industry, but let's see. Um, hey, also, you don't have to do this now, but at some point, and I'll remind you guys later, and anyone listening, just Google strong kangaroos or muscular kangaroos. I saw some pictures last week. I thought they were <laughs> photoshopped for sure. You guys, there are photos of kangaroos. Like I think kangaroos, and I'm not kidding. 
know what like muscle is and like there's pictures of them flexing what the and, like, fuck that looks ridiculous <laughs> did you look it up did you see them <laughs> they all have like huge biceps they're like laying in the field like posing and flexing yeah. shit. i didn't know kangaroos did that and those are all real like i don't know what you're looking at but but that's a real thing that they Dude, do kangaroos like, are a scary muscle. that is a oh, scary wow. fucking uh, animal that's awesome do you Isn't guys agree crazy? with that do you guys agree that a kangaroo is fucking is. scary I think the kangaroos that you're yeah. looking at now are scary. I think I think a general my general idea of a kangaroo isn't. I'm not terrified, but if now that I know that they like lift weights and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you Ryan, if you look, look at these muscular yeah, if you look at a muscular kangaroo, they have arms like us, forearms like yep. us, chest they can and walk, biceps. They walk like upright. They walk upright. They punch you in the face. Yep. Here's a picture of some. Here's a picture of a little kid feeding a kangaroo while he's fucking a kangaroo in front of him. <laughs> he's feeding. He's feeding the kangaroo who's banging the other one from behind. Guys, yeah, cattle, cattle live uh, on average eighteen to twenty-two years. Yeah, that's what, that's long, much longer than I thought. Damn. Well, you always see like the farmers. Like, that's, that's all. The, that's not, that's the average lifespan. So I'm sure in the U.S. they all get knocked out about eight months. But, but you always see the yeah. farmer who's like, we've had old Bessie since uh, since Darlene was three years old. Yeah, I mean that's like the the old the old Bessies are like when like slavery was around and they would go pick one out of the field. Yeah, the house. <laughs> when, the, when the documentary crew shows up. Yeah, we've had Bessie it's, here for 19 years. Isn't like it enough that they give us milk? Like, do you have to fucking kill it after and eat the meat? Like, can't you just drink from it the whole time? And I heard if a cow dies naturally, the meat is tainted. Really? Yeah, I heard I heard if a that cow just... Die. Look it up, Sam. I heard if a cow just dies, hmm. that the meat is no longer eatable. Like, in other words, if a cow dies of old age, you can't eat it. Hmm. I, I've heard things like <clears throat> they don't want cows or animals that you're going to, you don't want anything that you're going to consume to know that it's going to die because of the way, like, the muscle fibers tighten up. Exactly, yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. When it expects death. And so, like, then it's tougher. Like, a tougher steak is a cow that saw the the knife coming at it. The top 10 reasons not to eat cows. Oh, right here, right here. It says (laughs) eating meat, (laughs) eating meat that died of natural causes. I mean, that's the most humane way to eat a cow, but what, do you have to have it for 25? Well, obviously, it's not. It, wait, it's going to die it, then, too. It says, is meat okay to eat if animal dies naturally? Uh, let's see. Animal dies well, it's naturally. It's the most humane way, but no one's, no one's got that kind of patience where they're buying cows and then going to plan the meal 25 years in advance. But there's really no humane way to, like, murder an animal and then eat it. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we all eat meat, but, I mean, there's no humane way to do it. Oh, it's just saying... We don't need to eat meat. Yeah, it's saying the meat is much tougher. But if you have... Let's say you have a cow that's been your pet for 25 years. Are you going to eat him now? No! Like, who's going to enjoy that burger? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You think that all animals have to get eaten? No, that's what I'm asking. I'm saying... No, if you had old Bessie for 25 years, nobody in the right mind would say, well, she's dead. Let's go ahead and cut her up and uh, no. make well, chop. I don't think that kind of, I don't think meat that, like, t- <laughs> once it's once it's past or near that age, I mean, I don't think that's even, no one's, like, looking to eat old, I think mean, the cows that we eat are probably, <laughs> they're, like, they're one. probably still pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're a little bit older than that, but yeah, they are pretty young. <laughs> I don't think you've ever had old Bessie. Old Bessie was good. <laughs> Dude, that would be the saddest meal ever. Could you imagine that? <laughs> could you, like, there, there, you could fix that burger. 
to your exa- I mean, you could have the best ingredients. You could make oh, it yeah. your dream. Burger, you could have Bobby Flay make it. Bobby Flay could make it. It would suck. Oh, dude, you could get Mario Batali. Uh, you could get Emerald. Every chef that you could name, you could get them to come there and prepare that shit for you. You could make have them make like thirty different amazing burgers, and every bite would be Ugh. just the saddest bite you ever took. You know what reaction would be, Ryan? You'd have the exact same reaction like the movie Alive when they eat the human flesh, and then they're like, yep. they have that sick look on their face, and they put a handful of snow in their mouth after each yeah. bite of human well, flesh. See, I think you guys are on different pages, though. I think what Ryan's trying to say is it's upsetting because it was a pet, a family. No, pet. I know. Yeah, well, Sam, it's not, Sam, it's not upsetting pain. to eat a human, Sam. I'm saying it's like the movie Alive when they ate other humans. Yeah, right. They had to eat that human for survival, but they were yeah. like, emotionally, it was like the most disturbing thing ever. But but believe me, Ryan, like in the movie Cinderella Man, or like back in those days, you better believe if a cow died, they were going to fucking eat it, even if it was their they, pet. Yeah, they didn't waste anything. Yeah, so I'm yeah. sure that most, I bet most farmers, even if they have a cow for 20 years, I guarantee they eat that meat, because it's a lot of meat. No, I wouldn't guarantee it. I bet a lot of them do. I bet it's happened. <laughs> I wouldn't stamp the guarantee. I, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say most farmers do that. I would say that it, it probably has happened, and it was probably more common when food was more scarce. But there's really no, there's, unless a farmer lives literally on his, like, he's the only source of his food, <laughs> there's no reason that anyone in this day and age needs to eat a 25-year-old pet. <laughs> Like, there's no possible way. Yeah, the, the, the most, the most farmers don't do we'll, we'll be able to eat another two weeks. <laughs> it says right here on Google, why don't people eat their pets when they die? <laughs> it says that on Google, or you looked that up on Google? It says, what, it it says, says on Google, you put it on Google. I swear to God. Google.com, and that was, like, the headline question. This is the question. It says, why don't people eat their pets when they die, especially if it's a tasty pet like a cow? And then... Okay, this guy named Rob says, I knew someone who, when a little girl was given a cow as a pet, and she adored it. When the cow died, because her parents had the cow slaughtered in parentheses, she ate it. <laughs> when the cow didn't die. Like, I know, they had it killed. When the cow died, because her parents had it slaughtered. <laughs> no, you could take out when the cow died, just say when her parents had it slaughtered. I know, I, wait, Ryan, I just remembered now. Richard Christie, Richard Christie on the Howard Stern Show, That's where I. that's where I remember this. I, I'm almost positive he said he... I think the cow's name was Bessie, too. I, I'm almost positive that was the name. I'm, uh, maybe that's why I said it. Just I was subconsciously... I said that. I'm pretty sure he said when his pet, either pig or cow, died, that his dad cooked it and they all ate it. That's what it was yeah. from. So I think, I mean, I I think that I does happen. That. Yeah, I don't doubt that, but I'm sure that, that his dad grew up in a different time. And like they, I'm sure that there was probably a time in life not too long ago... And you couldn't just bury a cow, or or you yeah. know you needed the meat. Like it was to throw out all that yeah. meat, you were going to eat course. for like a month. Here, yeah. here, wait. Here, here's an answer to that question. This probably makes me a horrible person, but I did once. I had three goats, a mother, daughter, and a, a weathered son. I was leaving the country for a month and had arranged to pasture my trio with a friend who had a herd of goats. Unfortunately, the morning of the day I was to leave, I got a frantic phone call from my friend. Her billy goat had killed my boy goat. Apparently, it wanted to breed with uh, my nanny, and my boy had got in between. So there I was, in a few hours before my flight, 150 pounds of dead goat, and no idea what to do with it. So I took him to a deer processing butcher. When I got back, I picked up a year's supply of goat hamburger, steaks, and sausage. I really did love the goat and miss him very much, but I also ate him. Every time I made a pot of chili or stew, I thought about him, but I still ate him. 
That's fucked up. Oh my god, dude! That, that is that that that, no. that that weirds me out. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that, that can't be that can't be the norm. Like that's sadistic. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Crying over a pot of goat chili. I mean, unless this woman was like destitute, was there any reason to do that? Like she had to. Why couldn't she just buy 150 pounds of other meat over the course of time? Why did she need to eat her own? Yeah, goat? That, exactly. That's the problem right there. That that's where I like. That's not where the story keeps going for me. She's like, so I had no idea what to do, and I had to take him to a deer processing facility. Yeah, why would you take him no. there? <laughs> no, you had a ton of other options. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can see if they were, like, dirt poor, and the girl was always trying to commit suicide to, like... You know what, you know what I think, guys? Guys, I think the... She didn't I, say that. She said she didn't know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> guys, I think the right... I, only in that scenario would I understand it. No, yeah. I, I think the right thing to do, if you have a cow that died, that's a ton of meat. You take the meat, you ha- you bring it to a processing center, and you give it to like poor people or homeless people who need the food. You don't eat it yourself. Or, or here's an even better idea: you take it to the processing center, and what you get back, you get back like the maybe the same weight you donated, but it's not your own pet. You don't know exactly like what you're eating because there's something about eating your own animal that's sick. Like, well, see, I wouldn't even want that because I would be like, this probably is my cow. Like, they don't just have extra cow meat back there that's ready to give well, no, me. But- but if everyone did, like, if, if, if it was a place where you wanted meat and you could, like, go donate meat, I don't know. I mean, if, if you're so inclined to eat all the cows and goats <laughs> and you don't want to donate it to homeless people and you have to have old cow and goat meat, like, you should be able to take it somewhere and get back what is not your cow and goat. That's, that's think about the fact, and I just thought about this now, I think it might be difficult if... For me, maybe uh, I mean we none of us were raised on farms or around yeah. animals besides dogs. But it probably, it, I think it'd be harder for me to eat cows or pigs if I was raised around them and like developed affection for certain ones. It might be kind of weird eating them then. But I feel like it's the opposite. Like I feel like they've seen so much shit. Like they always see all their friends exactly. getting murdered. And that that's, they're used that's to- why it's not, well, and that's why it's not hard for for them to do that because like when you're three, it's time to learn how to cut a, a cow's jugular. Yeah, and like if you're if you're born in Guatemala and you're eight years old and you're used to working twelve hours a day at eight, that's just all you know. So if you're if you're yeah. like Ryan said, look look look. look at- I guess I'm just thinking about dogs. I can never imagine eating a dog, even if I was like it was the last meal on earth and I was going to die. I still probably would just die and not eat a dog. Yeah, because, but your um, only possession in life was like the little like leather flap you wore over your crotch and like a little like <laughs> horn that you drank out of. Yeah, and. Your only source of food was dogs. I mean, you wouldn't be like yeah. thinking of Trent. Well, of course, you know, I'm, I'm saying now though. I'm, I'm saying myself now. You know, yeah, having affection for dogs, sure, it would be difficult. And I was just trying to think about like a farmer's, you know, a farmer's kid who grows up around these cows, and you know, maybe they have like an old Bessie and a yeah, Wilbur. But I think it's, it's like a tempered affection. It's it's like a it's it's they're taught an affection that doesn't run deeper. No, and you're right, and and, and, you, know the, I mean? and you know as the kid that 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 pet is is a product of the industry. Like you know why you're there, and this is the one yeah. you save, like to kick around and then eat. Sure. Well, it's yeah. like Wilbur, right? In in Charlotte's Web, he was the yeah. runt. All the rest went to that fucking. What's the show they do? Like in in all these towns around here, people don't know this. Chicago is a great city, and around Chicago, it's like Hickville. Like there's all these <laughs> weird like Hick towns. And Ryan, I think you talked about this last year when we were doing the Sirius XM show. That you were at some kind of fair, and don't they like oh, judge? Oh, like a county fair, and they have like yeah, it was insane, dude. Like this I've pig, like, like, like oh, this is your pet pig. He's one hundred and fifty pounds, so you win. But then you're basically giving him over for meat or something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's all. I don't remember the exact specifics, but it, it's it, it's a giant collection of people with these pigs they're proud of. And but then they kill them. Yeah, but then they're they're dead like within a week or something. Yeah. I mean, something weird. <laughs> but like, it's always but Ryan, it's always like a little kid who looks with like a cowboy head on and like a fake gun. Yeah, and they're up and, on stage holding a fake trophy, celebrating with like yeah. a sash over them. And then like as soon as they're done, they just shoot the pig in the head. <laughs> <laughs> But this was the pig that they that, that specific kid raised. He would yeah. feed it. He would wash it. He would he run around with years. it. It's like it was like a plant. Like he spent three years like growing this beautiful plant, and then after he won, he like it's like pulling the plant out of the dirt and snapping it over your leg. <laughs> <laughs> kid, does the kid get like a trophy and a gun at the same time? Exactly. Yeah, they hand him a gun <laughs> along with the trophy, and they say, "You know what to do." You just shoot, you just shoot him on stage. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. The front two rows have like Gallagher ponchos on. <laughs> they show uh, you how to like use the dark gun. Like you have to put it right on his temple. Let me show you on two of these other things. Who said who said a, who said a dark gun? No, no, the, those things that they put that like explode the cow's brain so it just drops. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking a twenty-two. No, yeah, it's definitely, it's a full gun, Abe, it's yeah. a proper gun. <laughs> they shoot him in the head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is fucked up, but I mean, we are all hypocrites because we do eat meat, and like... Wait, the wait, wait, and they take, a, they take a picture with him right before they shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> like, Say bye to your friend. There's a photographer down on the ground, just like at stage <laughs> level, with an old-fashioned camera, and he's like, all right, Joey, smile with the pig, and he just gets down and hugs him, and he stands up, and they hand him a gun. <laughs> All right. All right, finish Joey, him put off. Him down. Put him down, Joey. Finish him off now. No, but it is true though. We we are hypocrites because we the meat that we eat is probably like they like hit it in the head with a sledgehammer sure. and everything else. But it, it just it's just hard to imagine. <laughs> they do. I've it's seen so videos terrible. where they beat. They like hit like like cows so in the terrible. head. They'll hit the, a cow in the head with a sledgehammer and yeah. and they'll like put like hooks and it's like. It's hide and start ripping the hide off while it's still alive. It's crazy. What was that movie called, Sam? Um, fuck. Where, what is it, Sam? Are you talking about Fast Food Nation? Is that the one? Or? Maybe. Is that Foodie? the one? Yeah, Food Inc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, at the end, they show how they kill these cows. They hit him in the head with a sledgehammer. He's still alive, and they're ripping the hide off it. Hey, let me, I'm going to tell you something about Food Inc., and I'm not kidding. I, I, when I used to have Netflix, and I would like get the DVDs in the mail, I ordered Food Inc. one day because I thought it would be interesting. I every time I would pick that thing up and go to put it in, I would think, I like the food I eat. I like drinking milk, and I've heard that if you watch this, you will not. Yeah, because want to there's all because because the milk and they, they and show. I never, I never watched it, and I never sent it back. And like eventually, they just canceled my subscription, <laughs> and I still have Food Inc. in my closet. Well, you should watch it, in, and, and you could you could learn right. You could learn that that delicious gallon of milk has a bunch of exploded cow blisters all in it. Yep. Yep, that's good. You can tell me that. If I see it, if I see it, though, if I see it, I'll never drink it again, and I don't want that. It's kind of like the, those commercials with Sarah McLaughlin. Like, they, they do show the worst-case scenario animals. Like, they're not showing the, you know, like the one that has, like, a, an eye patch on, and it, it's, like, no teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it the, I yeah. feel like they always do show the worst. But, but believe me, that movie's disgusting. And I, I, I stopped eating meat for nine months. I mean, I'm back to eating meat, but it really it, it's, it really is disgusting. It, it would be better if we could figure out a way not to eat meat, but then what do you do with all the cows? Do you just, do cows go extinct then, or what happens? No, we would still, 
I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'd use them for milk, right? Yeah. And then what? Just all the all the dead ones just lay there. We could probably find use for their skin when they die, and like grind them up and make fertilizer out of their meat. I don't. I don't know what we would do with them, but we could find something. (laughs) Don't you guys think that people, fat people, like obese people, should get a DUI when they're leaving a drive-through? (laughs) <laughs> like um, think about it think about it you're you're sick like that it, it, a food addiction is, just, is almost as bad as anything else when mm-hmm. you're at the point where you're completely obese you're getting tight all type well, that's, two, not, that's, that's not almost as bad as anything else no no I but mean, you know what i'm saying like it's it's I also see where you're going with it yeah it's also an addiction that will kill you and it's bad for you when you see someone who's can't even walk and you see them leaving burger king when they get handed the bag of cops should pull them over and arrest them and be like, let me take a look at the bag, sir. And Shoot. just rifle through the bag and yeah, like put if it's the a- fries on the hood. <laughs> like if it's, if it's not like a grilled chicken salad or like... Or apple slices. Yeah, or apple slices. Yeah. Like if, if they open it up, it's a super-sized 96-ounce Coke, super-sized yeah. fry, two Whoppers, and a double cheeseburger. They should and immediately you know- go to jail. And just like drugs, they'd be like, that's not my bag, sir. <laughs> I didn't order that, sir. He gave me, yo, man, yo, all I know is that he gave me the wrong bag, man. <laughs> I, I ordered the I ordered the grilled chicken with no mayo. That's my cousin's bag, man. Yeah, that's what they that's all said. Gentlemen, I just got a call from base, and he, he's texting. Should I, um, should we give him a call, or is it too late? No, uh, well, no. Yeah, we're, 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 we are ending it. You can get I him mean, on. Just get him on so we can say that we're ending it. Just for two seconds. We'll end it right now. It's just so I could say thanks for joining us. This will be like when remember Ryan when Tito Ortiz called at the end of the show we had a big blowout. It was very disrespectful. It was yeah. very disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, I don't want I don't want to yeah. be on your show if you talk about my family like that. All right, one second. Base will be joining. The mother of my children. Yeah. <laughs> if you never heard that Tito Ortiz, I had him scheduled on our Sirius XM show like three times. And he kept blowing us off. And then he called in with literally, what, one minute left of the show? It was like when the outro music was playing. And the, the, the feed, like the, the satellite feed dropped at a certain time. Yes. Gentlemen, phone, the phone is ringing. All right. So, so, I, so we put him Hello? on. Oh, th- Base, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for having me. Wait, hang on, Base. So, so Tito Ortiz, um, he, he called in with one minute left. And I picked up the phone. And he's like, I'm like, oh, what happened, Tito? He's like, oh, man, I was hanging out with my boys. I'm like, well, at least give us a good excuse. Say you were, like, banging Jenna or something. He's like, I don't think that's very, I think that's very disrespectful talking about my family like that. Maybe I don't even want to be on your show. But he was right. Brother of my children. It it was, he he was right. I mean, you don't say that about somebody's wife. What? You know, I mean, honestly, later or not, you don't say, tell me you were banging your wife. I mean, come on, think about it. Yeah, but he's married to a porn star. I know, but and, he doesn't make it right. I mean, and not, was, not just any porn star is the listen, biggest porn star of all time. He was wrong to be late, but you you still don't say that. I mean, come no, on. Yeah, I know, but 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 if this, you were married to a porn star, would you want some goon know, saying that about know, your but wife? Sam, but that's after he blew <laughs> off an interview three times. But, oh, I was just hanging out with my boys. We'll I, take it more seriously. That's why you should never you should have never taken his call in the first place. Yeah. At the end of the day, it didn't matter because whether or not we had that conversation, the 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 show was going to drop within 30 seconds. And like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why it was dumb to take the call. Well, no, I mean, and, and to his point, like he, he thought he was like being, getting one over on us by hanging up, but the right. show ended. Yeah, it was over. Like he hung up but literally. Abe literally took the call while our ending music was playing. Because yeah, I was said. pissed off. I'm like, oh, what's right. up, Tito? I'm glad you called in. Yeah. And the, and the outro <laughs> song was playing and he was like, 
he thought he was proving a point by saying, I'm not doing your show. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. It's, it's over. I know you, yeah, it's, it's ending. The hard feed is cutting us off in three, I two, think, yeah, later, I, pussies. I the, hard, the hard feed dropped while he was still explaining why he wasn't going to be on the <laughs> yeah, show. The, the part that he told us <laughs> that, that he was going to hang up wasn't even on the air. Yeah. <laughs> like the emphatic hang up. He tried to like hang up so we heard it too, like just slam the phone. No, none of that. <laughs> Base, since we have you on, we, we were talking about how we know that DJ is now going to be an excuse for everything. Like you've right, you already told me the other day that totally. you, you have to tag team shopping, and he has a cough. And even though Jill's home, I get it when you're yeah, home. I alone. know, but you you don't because parenting is two people, man. It's not as easy. But base, just be like, oh, you know what, Jill? Hey, you just take DJ. I'll be gone for two hours. But wait, guys, base's wife works from like five p.m. <clears throat> to one in the morning. Base is home alone with that kid every day for eight hours. So why can't she be home alone with him for an hour? Wait, in, in reference to what? I'm saying that you, every day your wife works for like seven or eight hours and you're home alone with the kid, right? Right. So why couldn't you leave well, no, the- but during But during the day, I'm doing stuff too. So during the day, she's taking care of him. Ryan, explain him. Ryan, Ryan, re ask my question. Ready to, when, she gets, when she gets ready to go to work, that's when I jump in. No, I know, Base. Yeah, no, I- I get that. But what I'm saying is that there are times when you guys are both with him that one of you could leave for an hour or two. Well, when the kid is sick for the first time and we're kind of on a call, if he gets a fever within 72 hours, I got to rush his ass to the doctor. Sorry it takes precedent over getting wings with you on a Saturday. Sorry if that, that becomes the emergency, man. Rules change when you have a kid. I, I can Maybe just see in yeah. Go ahead, a few Ryan. months, I could see... Maybe them like relaxing on that a little bit, yeah. but I, st- I mean, I'm with base on that. I think it's it's still new to both of them, and uh, well, I don't the, know. the I, kid is the, the kid is four months old. I mean, it, in terms of like what it's like to have a child, you can't just go, hey, you know what? I'm going to bring DJ over. I'm coming right over. I mean, in order to plan to do anything with a child, you have to figure out his eating schedule, his changing schedule. Which one of us is going to be with yeah. him or not? I'm just I saying, mean, leave him it, home alone lot, with your wife. There's a lot that goes into it. I'm just saying you could leave him yeah. home with the wife so we could work out. <laughs> well, I'd love to, house. but you but you require working out at three in the morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, base, just stick him on the couch and give him the remote and tell him what buttons are what. And um, History Channel is two seventy three. Pawn starts on at nine. And celery in the fridge and. <laughs> Show him how to flush the toilet, and then, I don't know, and then, and then while you're at it, teach him how to chew, too. And then, and then, <laughs> this is a cigarette. Guys. You, they'll get very addictive the more you go. Base, base who pulled the Tito Ortiz who joined us the very last second. But Base, I do want to bring one thing up since you're on the phone. This will be the last thing we talk about really quick. Base and I were with his wife recently in an elevator, and a guy that barely knows her pretty much kissed her on the lips to say goodbye. It, was, it wasn't on the lips, but it was very close to the lips. Well, he, was, he, he was definitely looking for the lips. Do how that happened? He knew her. He knew her. He said goodbye. He it kissed was someone her. she worked with. It was someone she worked with. We bumped yeah. into the guy, and he was, he's an older gentleman, and he went to like say, hey, great seeing you, and he went in for the, uh, the plant. He, he went right for the lips. And here's my question. And he, wait, he knew you were her husband. He yeah, didn't do he it to be an yeah, asshole. Right? He wasn't doing it to be an asshole. He must just no. be one of those guys who kisses women when he says goodbye. Now, me, I don't even kiss my mom a lot. So, to me, it's very <laughs> weird to go up to women. 
Like Sam, I would, or, or Ryan or whoever, base. I would never go up to Jill and put my lips anywhere near her unless it was like, you know, uh, wedding or you something. You can if you want to. No, but you know what I'm saying. Or like giving her CPR. Yeah. Like I don't kiss or even the hug. I don't hug or kiss women every time I see them. And well, especially- the hug is different. I mean, you're, you're just weird. I mean, but yeah, kissing, kissing another man's wife in front of him on the lips in, in an innocent manner is not acceptable. It's yeah. Just not. I just don't get the guys who kiss women on the lips. Is it thirstiness or what is it? Is it an old school thing? I don't get it. I don't even know if it's an old school thing. It's just, I mean, even with it, when it comes to like Jill's sisters, when it comes for me to say goodbye to them, I feel weird just kissing them on the cheek. Cause yeah, I wouldn't even do that. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just I, a I, weird, I, like, it's a weird motion. I mean, who does that? I, I don't know. Anybody. Probably, guys, I bet a lot of it is how you were raised, like what your family did. If you had a grandma that kissed you on the mouth when you well, left, Sam, and like your, Sam, your aunt did it, and Sam, I, mean, remember I that, feel like it. Remember the you kid? Just, like, you're not 30 and just decide to start kissing everyone. Sam, remember that kid? <laughs> Sam, remember that kid Andy that went to our church when we went to Great America? He yeah. used to his dad would like put his tongue in his mouth. And that's what it, it was disgusting. <laughs> and this kid was fat, and his dad was old. His dad looked like um, see, uh, what's her name? Uh, Celine, Celine Dion. Her, remember her husband, that old guy? Yeah, that Renee guy. Yeah, that's who. This, that's now. So you picture a fat kid with like like Peter from the Cosby Show and Renee Dion, right? And they're sitting on a bench. <laughs> And he's like, and he's like, come here, sweetheart. And he always called him sweetheart. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah, he took her last name. Funny. He's like, come here, come here, come here, sweetheart. And he like, I swear to God, he kissed him on the lips when it was disgusting. It was a long lip lock. And then Andy's like, so I kissed my dad. So what, guys? So I kissed my dad. I don't know what. So how did this end? What did you did you did you kick this guy? It didn't. I mean, well, no, I mean, I mean, I didn't really say anything. Like it was one of those things where he went in for it, and like at the split second, she turned her cheek. And then he got off the elevator, then the three of us looked at each other, and we both went, what the hell? Hmm. I mean, how do you know how to respond? I mean, I, I mean, it's an old guy. What am I going to do, knock him out? <laughs> you could. You could have. I mean, I could, but I mean, it, like, like Abe said, when you get an old guy, how old is he? Probably like he had 60s. to be like at least in his, in his 60s or so, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like a, a person, you know, our age or anything. I mean, and she, I mean, it's not like he actually got the lips. I picture, like, Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey's having that, like, vision and they're eating dinner and, like, that waiter comes and kisses her arm and Jim Carrey throws his napkin on the table and he just gets up and heart punches that guy and grabs his heart. <laughs> it's like, that's what I picture based in the elevator. Like, he hits the emergency button on the elevator to stop it and, like, just I just automatically have a, I just automatically have a napkin on me because I'm always eating something, throwing it but down. Then, and then he says something to Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, like, because they're in an elevator... When he like punched him, he would say, "Going down." <laughs> <laughs> and then he would take his lovely bride off of the elevator and leave that guy in a bag of just a heap of clothes and shame. Base, what were you doing? Base, 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 you were with DJ, right? That's why you didn't call until now. Yeah. At least say something cool, like you were banging your wife or something. Dude, that's a brother of my child. <laughs> That's very disrespectful. Goddamn, Abe, you never learn. I know, fuck. I just fucked up again. Um, all right, so that's it. Now, we, we may have something pretty cool coming next week. So keep so follow me on Twitter and Facebook if you if you don't do so already, because I'll maybe have something going on next week. You will have we will have something going on next week. Yeah. So there's a chance actually Major that, announcement. There's a chance that we might not do this podcast next week, but I'll have other audio to post regardless. 
Sure. So so just follow me on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, we will we have something coming up here in the next week. Yep. So we'll holler at you guys good. next time. And, oh, and and remember, if you're knocking this on iTunes and it's fucking up, you have to unsubscribe and then resubscribe, and then you'll be all set forever. So we'll holler uh, next week. We out. See ya. Peace. Later. All right, fellas. All right.